Hello, listeners. If you have an introduction by Matt, then you know we got some new podcasting equipment and we haven't quite worked out the kinks. And guess what? Surprise! <laughs> That's the case with this episode. So anyway, the um, sound in this one isn't quite as great as usual, and I apologize for that in advance. Though it's still okay, and we're talking about two episodes that we had a lot of fun talking about. So instead of re-recording, we just decided to work with what we got. Anyway, enjoy the show. In the tree, part of the tree. It's very simple. Doesn't that mean you can't leave the tree either? No, I, well, yes and no. Am I allowed to leave the tree? No. Have I already left the tree? Am I miles away from the tree right now, flying around like the flying squirrel that I am? Yes. In my mind. In my mind. It's podcast time. Group all grab your friends. We'll talk about their disclaims. Matt the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are rating and reviewing all of the Adventure Time episodes from number one all the way to the end. Oh, yeah. Matt? Yeah. How are you? I'm great. We are, for like the first time in ages, recording at the same table because... Do you want me to share the good news? Yeah. So, a little background. So, one of the challenges that Matt and I have had with recording consistently is how long it's taken Matt to edit the episodes. Sometimes he spends like five to ten hours, depending on the length of the episode. Is that a a fair assessment? Yeah. (laughs) And, and so it does make it challenging. So we invested some money in a new setup. Do you want to tell our folks all about it? Yeah, we got a mixer so we could both plug our microphones into one computer, which is so nice. Because in the past, we've recorded in the same room, but on separate computers. And there mm-hmm. have been all sorts of issues with that. Yep. If it wasn't for a lot of editing, you would hear like massive amounts of echoing or like pre-echo. Like you would hear the echo come before the real voice so it sounds like poltergeist or something and you may recall that we've tried other methods insert the episode where it sounds like i'm yelling the entire episode yeah. <laughs> oh that was such a nightmare so i keep looking at our like audio levels right now just i'm like this is our first time using like real podcasting equipment so like it's exciting it is exciting so yeah. i hope it turns out good yeah we feel super energized by it yeah um we took a trip Yes, we did. Yesterday we went, no, two days ago. Whew, feels like this weekend's flown by. Yeah, it really has. Well, this week I was like, I need to get out of this house. We both work from home. So it was like just feeling a little, um, what do you say? Like cabin fever? Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> no TV, no beer, make Homer go something, something. <laughs> go crazy? <laughs> Don't mind, Don't mind if I do. I'm a owner. <laughs> so yeah we were like we had to get out for a day or two so we went down to um cannon beach area of Seaside, oregon. oregon yeah just if you if uh for our listeners who aren't familiar with um you know the washington coast it's very it's rocky and um, but as soon as you get down into oregon they've got more sandy beaches now we're not talking like hawaii warm water we're talking like frigid like ice cold water, but really, um, really beautiful and scenic. Yeah, we did our our tradition of if we visit Oregon, yes. the Oregon coast during winter, no matter how cold it is, we jump into the ocean. Yes, we do. Yeah, and we, we did. We totally did. And I'm confident. Like, okay, so first off, it was low tide and disgusting. The water was so <laughs> gross. It was the I 
I can't, it was like you could barely call it water. There's I so know, much stuff floating in it. It was like mud water, like I, yeah. I like swamp water. I don't even know. It was thirty something degrees. It Fahrenheit, was. By it the was. Way. Uh, it, the air was. The yeah, water yeah. was definitely lower than that. Yeah. But um, I wonder if like some of the grossness from the water was from the recent volcano in Tonga. I think it was. Yeah. If I'm, so, I hey. am. I am surmising. We that swam it is. in volcano water. Yes, we did. It was awesome. We uh, it was super memorable. Yes. And, but we hit. We hit like this hilarious bad luck streak of food. Oh my gosh! It was awful. We had like all the worst food imaginable. All the worst food. In it was like, Oregon. And it wasn't even like. It was like. Clam chowder and, and it hamburger, <laughs> and it just wasn't good. The like, hamburger tasted like nothing. Oh, <laughs> Mary and Berry Pie went to this place, this brewery, and I won't say the name of the brewery, but uh, how do you describe it? It, it was, was like a like gelatin, a, a gelatin like wax, waxy. It was just it. So what I was telling him, Matt, it was it's like they microwaved this warm, and it was three days old, and. Like just they over nuked it and it yeah. it was just disgusting. Oh yeah, you couldn't tell the we difference between it. like the filling and the crust. Mm-hmm. There was no distinction. No, and it was a cobbler. So and there was nothing on top to indicate that it was a cobbler. Yeah, you know, and I we're not that picky when it comes to pie, but hot damn, it was insane. It we didn't finish it. Like that was an indicator. Yeah. We love us some pie. But my favorite part was that night we had a campfire on the beach. Yeah, it was so cool. It was awesome. It was freezing. It was but it was great. Awesome weekend. Yeah, we had a good time. We needed it. Yes, we did. Yeah. So we have a really special episode for a couple of reasons today. Yeah. One, we're going to talk about our favorite Adventure Time episode. It's going to be the second one we talk about. Yes, we are. And the other special thing is, um, so for other podcasters out there, in case you didn't know, when you're looking for iTunes reviews international ones don't show up in the u.s so you have to go to like websites specifically to find reviews you may have missed like uh so podkite is a good website for that and we found we had some international listener feedback that we're gonna read at the end of the episode we're really excited about it yeah it's gonna be freaking awesome we just didn't even know it was out there yep so it wasn't that we were ignoring you we just we're gonna claim ignorance on this and we're americans (laughs) (laughs) enough said (laughs) so matt yeah anything else you want to share i think that's everything i can think of for the moment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. should we get to the episodes let's do it let's Let's, jump right into this let's do it let's do it we shall all right so uh season five episode three overall number 107 five more short gray bowls imdb rating 7.5 um, directed by Larry Leachlider, Nate Cash, written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich and Steve Wolfhard. Original air date was November 19, 2012, and it had 2.6 million uh, viewers in the U.S. Yeah, that's a huge drop off from the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. There were like three point something, like, like another million more than that. That's crazy. And the title card for this one shows Cuber, the host of the episode. Looks like he's watching like events of ooh play out with like finn and jake but it's like yeah. green it looks almost like um like it's an 80s computer game yeah yeah but what's interesting so there's skeletons with like swords jake's looking at him and finn has a book in his hand that he's picking up off a pedestal looking at the book and not realizing that there's skeletons behind him yeah and uh cuber's got some like diamonds and stuff underneath this couch yeah is so- he eating something it looks like he's eating, maybe it's supposed to be like a candy popcorn or something. Oh, I like candy and popcorn. Really cool. 
All right. So synopsis. Cuber hosts the second installment of his short Grable series, this time focusing on Finn and Jake, Marceline, Tree Trunks, Ice King, and Bemo. Yeah. So we start with Finn and Jake. Finn and Jake's tale starts inside Lady Rainicorn's house with Jake bringing Finn a book he found that he believes is a warlock spell book, which is actually an old pre-war book of nursery rhymes, so they're Eurocentric nursery rhymes, Mm -hmm. from which Jake reads... Uh, little Jack Horner, believing it to be a spell. And what was so funny about this was that he, like, the way he reads it, he, like, reads it all creepy like this. What a good boy am I. Oh, what a good boy. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. Um, When they try the, quote, spell and fail, they decide that sticking their thumbs into things and saying, oh, what a good boy am I, will activate the spell. They then proceed to stick their thumbs into random places throughout the land of Ooh, including an anthill, a bird's nest, Lady Rainicorn's baby bump, a tree, a flower, a bottle, uh, a chipmunk's armpits, a mushroom, and a toad. And there is this belief that there's an alternate theme to this. And so for each of these, we'll read the alternate theme. So for Obvi, this one, Thumb, is an alternate theme for this Grable. Yep, and the next segment is Marceline's, because she, like, passes by Finn and Jake, and she's like, what's going on here? So, in Marceline's Dale, she's searching for uh, Wizard Bill's music store to buy a guitar that plays the most savory licks in Ooh, and encounters a rock giant who looks like Rock Biter from a never-ending story. I think this is going to be two episodes in a row that we have rock uh, uh, never-ending story references. Totally. So, she asks the rock giant to point her to the shop, but she cannot see where where he's pointing at. She can't see where he's pointing at because the giant's arm is too long. So she gets on his finger and tells him to point again, which he does, which, you know, escorts her all the way to, to the store, like it's on this, the other side of Ooh, basically. Yeah, it's this really cool, like, zooming effect like they do at the beginning mm-hmm. um, in the, what do you call that? Like in the opening. In the opening credits, when, yeah. Yeah, it's like zooming through. Yeah, it's yeah. that same kind of concept. So Wizard Bill gives her a devil slash monster bass. She begins to play it. The index finger is the alternate theme for this grable. My favorite segment of the whole one is Tree Trunk segment. In Tree Trunk's tale while stro- strolling in Candy Kingdom, she sees someone making a obscene gesture at her and reports it to the banana guards, who prove unhelpful. Note that she is walking down with an apple pie on her head, and Finn and Jake end up, like, running by her. She's like, oh, you too. Yeah. It's so cute. Um, anyway, so she's like, I'm going to have to take the law in my own hands. <laughs> the police have failed me. <laughs> <laughs> the police have failed me again. Uh, so she decides to create a posse that <laughs> includes cinnamon bun and the gumdrop lasses to take the law into their own hands. And they attack the person where Tree Trunks realizes that it was a misunderstanding because the person was actually a statue making a fist. Yeah. And Shelby was hanging out on top of the the uh, the statue on the fist reading a book. And apparently it looked like a middle finger. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody just guffaws and thinks it's so funny. Yeah. And Shelby finds an alternative place to do that. Middle finger is the alternate theme for this great movie. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tree Trunks is a vigilante. Yeah, right? That's so funny. I think it was really great. Um, she makes these like rock or these um she she calls them something i can't remember the name of it but Mm -hmm. she um basically takes nylons and puts like wadded up paper in there to like like batons to hit and she says 
I made you too because you're a. Such a big You're so strong. Yeah, yeah. I think I put it as my favorite line or something. Anyway, oh, yeah. (laughs) And she hands out the cinnamon bun, and and then the cinnamon bun puts them on. You're, like, wearing it. Yeah, with, like, the paper still dangling around inside of it. What a weirdo. So the next one is the Ice King segment, which is probably the most disturbing one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So he announces to the Penguins that that they're going to have a new mommy, which is his foot that he drew a face on. And he's got, like, disgusting toenails. So he gives her a wedding ring, and the penguins drink his good luck tears. But he slaps Gunther away. He's like, not you, Gunther. You're on a low-salt diet. <laughs> <laughs> so later, Ice King and his wife are sitting on the window together when Ice King sees and falls in love with his other foot that he also drew a face on. So Ring Finger is the uh, alternate theme for this Grable. I love how the Grables in this episode are trolling the audience, like yeah. making you think it's one thing. Yeah. My, it, it was so funny. Matt responded to this one. He's like, I hate all of this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Ice King one. Yes. So, it's like, this is so uncomfortable yes. to watch. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. All right. The last segment is BMO segment. Oh my gosh, I have the hiccups. Hiccups. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In BMO's tale, it gives football another lesson in being human. During the lesson, they uh, nearly short themselves out while practicing how to, quote, drink tea with their pinkies extended after BMO demonstrates how to use a grapefruit spoon, salt shaker, and turnip grincher. I've never heard of a turnip grincher. Me neither. I don't think I've ever heard of a grincher. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to (laughs) Google that. The lesson is interrupted when Finn and Jake return home. The guys were disappointed that they could not get the spell to work, to which BMO cheers by having them stick their thumbs in his controllers. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Guys. <laughs> Guys. Really? Thumbs. Anyway, playing the game Super Good Boys, Pinky Finger is the alternate uh, theme for the Scrabble. Yep. Really quick, one thing I think about this one is that I wonder if football is Ted Lasso's pat- uh, Patronus because it, football hates tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name is football. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yep. Maybe Ted Lasso all started because of this one episode. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So Cuber then announces the theme, which is the five tastes. Jake states that the plum for his pie was sweet. Marceline says the music store owner has a guitar that plays savory licks. <laughs> Tree Trunk says that the incident left a sour taste in her mouth. The penguins, the penguins drink uh, Ice King's salty tears. And Football says that the tea is bitter. It is then implied that Cuber is interrupted by the audience's confusion about the theme Given that the far more obvious connection between between the stories is the five fingers, which the first time I watched this, I was like, yeah, it's the five fingers. Pretty easy. And I was yeah. like, ah, oh, you got me again. He laughs and states <laughs> that people have not had five fingers for 20 blabillion great glabels and ends the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Matt. Yeah. Thoughts? Grables. Of the recurring types of episodes, you have like some episodes that are like done in a different animation style, you know, like the 3D ones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then you have things like the Grables. I don't love the Grables. <laughs> I don't they're, they're not my favorite. They aren't mine either. I do think it's fun to see like the connection between all, well, like it, it reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons. And maybe I referenced this last time we did a Grables episode, but where the boys are like get the Slurpee, the, the like crazy Slurpee. Um, oh, bar yeah. in Millhouse, the and then they're like, yeah, the squishy. 
Thank you. <laughs> made entirely a syrup. <laughs> and then they're, yes, and then they're like going around town and they see everybody's stories. Mm-hmm. Are you laughing at my automobile? My automobile. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs an automobile. It's so funny. I, I love that episode. It's so good. So it reminds me of that where you see all the like, t- the, the different things happening uh, mm-hmm. going on. It's great. <laughs> that, I think that's the episode of Steamed Hams. It Steamed is. Steamed Hams. Steamed Hams. <laughs> that episode's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Aurora Borealis is... In <laughs> your kitchen. <laughs> located entirely in your kitchen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I thought each of these little um, segments, definitely IK's was pretty sad, but uh, the rest of them I loved. I thought they were great. I, I would say that this is... I like this more than the first Gravels episode. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Marcy's was probably my favorite. That one was a lot of fun. Visually, yeah, it was visually. really cool. I love like the the giant rock guy's fingers mm-hmm. playing the drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yeah, like, you seem pretty legit. Do you know where this dude's house is? She's like, he's like. Yeah. <laughs> just like points. <sighs> so real cool. Real, yeah. real cool. Anything you didn't like? Mm, just in general, the Grables episodes aren't really for me. Yeah. I enjoyed it while we were watching it, so I can't complain too much, I guess. Yeah. 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 How about you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a, a middle-of-the-road episode. It'll probably fall low on our overall ranking. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think it was just, it, it served its purpose. It, it, you know, checked all the boxes for what it was going for. So I think that was, uh, it's it's done the thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, little things that made you laugh, and it was cute, but. Um, yeah, I didn't, like, hate it while we were watching it or anything like that. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It wasn't like all those spiders squirting out of blood. <laughs> Matt, where is the snail? So the snail in this one was inside the music shop with Marceline. Uh, you can see it when the employee is handing the uh, the guitar <laughs> over to her. And where is the snail? On top of uh, an amplifier. You mean Wizard Bill? Wizard Bill. L- Wizard Bill looks like my friend Sean. He totally does. Just <laughs> so like nothing but fur on his head. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Wizard Bill. Yep. On on top of ampli- am- amplifier. Amplifier. <laughs> very cool very guess cool. what what snail watch 2022 we did it we did it no fill face matt what was your favorite line my favorite line so i've got two i couldn't decide which one first is i stuffed up my stockings with balled up newspaper <laughs> tree trunks <laughs> yeah using ball of newspaper as a weapon yes and also my other favorite one is not you gunter you're on a low salt diet that was so funny Slaps because gunter. it was so like unexpected he's like <laughs> yeah. just like Lick up my the salt tears, the good luck tears, or something is what he says. Not you, Gunter. <laughs> I think it would be terrifying to be around. He's just so unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Mine was guess the theme of the episode, and you'll be the freshest mint whistle. Cuber. Yeah, Cuber, Cuber had some good lines. Yeah, I like what is a a mint whistle? Uh, he co- he says all sorts of yeah future lingo. Yeah. Do you oh, want to give so me an impression good. of a character? Yeah. I made a big one for you because you're so strong. Tree trunks flirting yeah. away. Yeah, yep. Mine is Jake. What a good boy am I. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Matt, we got some triv. Let's do, oh, tri- oh, 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 here we go. I'm for trivia. I want to know all the things I wanted, I wanted to know. Where does the trivia go? Oh my gosh, man, that was so marvelous. Or should I say Josh Groban? It's so beautiful. Close. It's um Conte Partero by Andrea Bocelli. Okay. An- Andre Bocelli. Okay. Italian 
opera singer. Okay. <laughs> thank thank you for that. You're welcome. I was supposed to have some music musical accompaniment with that, but I forgot to. Uh, <laughs> that was so funny. Bring it I up. Love it. I love it. Okay. So Ice King uh, in his grable says new mommy, which can be misheard as umami. Umami is one of the five tastes, which is described as savory. Savory. This could either have been a coincidence or a hidden meaning intentionally placed in the, by the episode writers. Well, you know, I enjoy my savory snacks over my sweet ones. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. That I do. Salty crackers. Yep. For sure. Crackers cannot live in this house for more than 24 hours. No, we just had to stop buying them. Yep. So Cuber says that having five fingers has not been around for a while. This could be for four possible reasons. One, it's a joke referencing the fact that most characters in Adventure Time are usually depicted with only three or four fingers on each hand. It is possible that everyone has only four fingers. Oops. After the event of uh, Adventure Time when Cuber lives. It can be possible joke to how most cartoons in general have characters with only four fingers which is that is totally a thing in cartoons yeah why do you think that is i don't know it just started at some point and then it just kept going it may be also a reference to the theme of the show using small clues to show the theme finn and jake thumbs you know all the different things yeah i'm not going to repeat them all so the cup that the banana guard from the police station had says lieutenant baby Hmm. yeah interesting lieutenant baby baby Finn and Jake stick their thumbs in a plum pie like the English nursery rhyme, Little Jack Horner, which Jake reads out of the book of nursery rhymes to get us a spell. We knew that. Yeah. When Bebo makes holes over the controllers for Finn and Jake to stick their thumbs in, it's a reference to an old Sega advertisement. Hmm. Sega. Sega. We just hooked up our uh, PS2. Yes. The other day and played some old Sega games. Yeah, it was rad. I yep. Like watching playing um, Sonic was like... <laughs> My childhood right yeah, there. I was getting crazy. so frustrated. I suck at Sonic and Knuckles, but I'm so good at the first three Sonic games. Yes, he is. <laughs> the scene where Marceline was writing the rock, gi- uh, rock giant's finger looks very similar to the intro of adults to the adult swim show Super Jail. Oh, I'm yeah. to claim that this was involuntary. Oh, interesting. So the rock giant may also be a reference to, yeah, never ending story. We got that one already. Rock Giant's finger pointing is similar in style and theme to the old Flash game, the Infinity Zooming Image Zoom Quilt. The new bass that Marceline plays in this episode is similar to the violin bass that former Beatle Paul McCartney often (laughs) (laughs) plays often. At the beginning of the episode, when Jake is dusting the book, one of the ducks on the cover has a hat similar to uh, what Donald Duck wears. Yeah. I'm Paul McCartney, leader of the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) So the book cover showing a mother goose reading to the baby geese strongly suggests that it is a mother goose rhymes book. We get it. Yeah, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) There is a picture of a silhouette that resembles Patrick Starr in the police station. Remember, SpongeBob pointing out, pinky out. (laughs) The gumdrop last one plays with a cootie catcher when Tree Trunks is rounding up her posse. All right. Yep. Any I'm last... going to pretend I know what that means. <laughs> Any last thoughts about this episode, my love? No, I think we've pretty much covered it. Yep. Yep. It's good. Yep. Enough to watch. Don't right. hate it. No, don't hate it at all. Let's go do an episode we really don't hate. We really love. <gasps> Up a tree. It? Yeah. <laughs> we barely even had to take notes on this one because we've watched it so many times. Oh my gosh. It was crazy. Up a tree. IMDb rating of 7.8. Overall, uh, it's season five, episode four, overall number 108. 
Um, directed by Lara Leachleiter, Adam Muto, written and storyboarded by Skylar Page and Samlave Xiaophone. Original air date, November 26, 2012, 2.38 million U.S. viewers. <laughs> so low. Title card is a squirrel looking down on uh, Finn from up a tree. Yeah. And Finn's just laying at the bottom of the tree looking exhausted. Yep. Pooped. Okay, guys, so I'm just going to be straight up. We have, like, half of the episode we wrote down because we love all of the things, all of the sayings, all the whatever. The quotes. And... Guys, we just love this episode. Yeah, we I, really do. I, we'll talk more about that. Yep. The episode starts off with Lady Rainicorn walking into the grasslands towards Finn and Jake. As they're walking, Lady Rainicorn comments that the wind and weather are perfect, taking the beautiful day in. After a few paces, Jake sets down a picnic blanket which lady rainicorn now noticeably pregnant with jake's puppies i'm puppies I'm puppies rests on yeah so finn then digs through the picnic basket bringing out the food as both finn and jake exchange oohs and ahs as they start to take things out of the basket finn finds a frisbee or a throw in catch disc because you know frisbees don't have a name really well <laughs> frisbee is copyrighted yeah oh and that's so they right. couldn't reference it as a frisbee the throw and catch and we'll talk about that in the triv so he's like yeah let's let's go play uh throw and catch and he's like i'll be human you be dog and um jake's like dog 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 and he's like no you're supposed to say bark and he's like oh yeah bark bark bark, bark, bark bark and finn's like hello i'm a human hello i'm a human while they're running <laughs> so um then finn tries to do his perfect throw but first he's like telling jake to back off with his hands so he yeah. can throw it further he backs up Waves his hand again. He backs up more. He backs up more. He does it a few times. It's so funny. So he tries throwing the perfect throw, but the wind carries it to the top of a tall tree, and Jake offers to grab it for Finn, but uh, he's like, nah, sometimes a man's got to retrieve his own disc. Finn tries to climb up the tree with his bare hands, but fails, and soon he meets a porcupine. Mm-hmm. The porcupine offers for Finn to sit on him, telling him the shock would cause him to jump up to the top. Yeah. He's like, sit on me. Sit on me. <laughs> it's ben fine. Go ahead. He's, like, he's like, it's good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Just sit on me. <laughs> so good. So many lines. Yep. You can do it if you believe in yourself. Sit so, on me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm it's done. fine. It's good. It's cool. <laughs> Finn refuses, and the porcupine, uh, as he turns away, pokes Finn by force. And, of course, the plan fails. Finn decides to take the needles that are stuck in his bum and uses them to climb up the tree. So then he starts getting tired and rests on a branch, saying, Pooped. Pooped. A squirrel then offers him an apple to energize him. Finn refuses, but the squirrel in him struggle and he forces Finn to eat it. The (laughs) apple was cursed and shrinks Finn into a little guy. Yeah, the squirrel's like, oh, no, that apple must have been cursed or something. <laughs> must have ruined your day. Must have ruined your day. I love how he's trying to force me to eat the apple. He just won't take no for an answer. Yeah, and Finn's like, no, man, I've been in worse places like this. Yeah. So the squirrel's voice is done by Mark, Mark Marin, who's a pretty famous comedian. Mm-hmm. And he is a, like one of the first podcasters. He's been podcasting for, you know, over a decade. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, so he um, he does an awesome job here. Like uh, like all celebrities in Adventure Time, they always end up like putting more effort in than mm-hmm. than you might expect. So Finn continues to climb the tree with the porcupine needles, and he's like, you "Can't stop this train tree." <laughs> but um, they eventually break. So he takes another break, and Jake stretches up to him and notices that Finn has shrunk. The funniest thing about all of this, so two things, like. Jake like stretched up to the very top of the tree and was like, mm-hmm. it's like literally right here. I can just grab it. And Finn's like, nah. Oh, and that's what like creates this, you know, whole thing. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know if you're just going to say this, but like 
Jake's like, we're we're going to go. And he's like, you're small. No, oh, that's weird. <laughs> he's like, I ate a poison apple. He's like, yeah, well, don't do that anymore. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, I don't plan to. Really, really didn't have much concern for him. I, I, th- I think the best joke, sorry. No, you. The best joke of this episode is that it never needed to happen. Like, Mm-mm. Jake could have just stretched up there in two seconds and yep. grabbed the disc and feels like, no, just like for no reason. Either. Yeah, yeah. He's just really determined to get that disc. And I love it when, like, Jake is like, dude, that blew. He's like, the wind blows. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's such like a, that's like such a, like a, a 10 year old, like, yeah, whatever, the wind blows. The wind blows. Uh, uh, not more like the perfect blow, that blew. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's like, well, I'm going to walk Lady Raincorn home. I'll come back later and uh, check in on you. He never does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so after Jake leaves, Finn encounters a squirrel again. And um, he's like trying to yell out to it. The squirrel's distracted. It's like, <laughs> da-da-da, wrap it up tight so I don't trip and fall on my face like the last, last time. Because he's like tying up a frisbee. Uh, um, a rope. Uh, a kite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. So he follows him in- inside the tree. And here's the whispers of animals. So he seeks in to see animals dis- discussing how to get rid of him. And there's a large pile of objects that have been hoarded like his Frisbee. with like, And that's on top of the pile. Matt, you should like, explain like these animals and what they look like. Oh, man. So they're all ridiculous. These these guys are all great characters. So you mm-hmm. have like the owl as the leader mm-hmm. who talks like this. Yeah. And like you have like the trapdoor or something like that guy. It's like a beaver or something. Yeah. But like all these uh, different like. Animals you'd see hanging out on a tree, and they just turn into like this cult. Yes, it is crazy. <laughs> and whatever touches that tree becomes part of the tree forever for them. Mm-hmm. And they're like all ghosted in like this green shade. Like yeah. they're yeah, it's insane. <laughs> so anyway, they hear him and they look over like what? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm uh, I'm a chick- I'm a chipmunk. Yep. <laughs> so they're like in the tree, part of the tree, in, in the, the tree, tree, part of the tree. <laughs> And then one of them's like, ooh, and hits him in the head with an acorn and knocks him out. So funny. Finn wakes up in a jail cell with the squirrel guarding the cage. Uh, and he's like, hey. And the squirrel's like, what? I can't talk to you. And then the, and so anyway, they end up talking about the good and bad of living in the tree and living with its rules. He then says he wishes to fly away. But the other animals say he's not a flying squirrel and that he would run away if only he had a buddy to break out with. Some of the things he says has... Um, do you have any of the yes or no? Uh, do you oh. like living in the tree? Well, yes, yes. and no. <laughs> am I allowed to leave the tree? No. <laughs> but if I left the tree already flying away like the flying squirrel I am? Yes. yes. In my mind. In my, my mind. mind. <laughs> so good. And during That's this whole a- segment, sorry. Yeah, you. Uh, Finn's, like the size of Finn's head keeps changing. It's so weird. <laughs> like, the animation is jacked it's up. It's so jacked up. Like his face is so tiny on his head in this mm-hmm, one. It's so mm-hmm. goofy looking. It is. I agree. Um, Finn walks to the bars of the jail cell and easily escapes and says, hey, buddy, let's get out of here. Yeah, the squirrel's face just lights right up. Yep. Um, the squirrel then lowers Finn to his frisbee as the animals chase them out of the tree onto a limb. Yeah. And when they hear the uh, other animals chase them, the squirrel's head twist around. You hear like the neck snap. Yeah. <laughs> From looking back. So that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's a like weird it's little detail. Possessed. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. And his face is all like confused and contorted. Yeah. It's so crazy, man. This episode is bonkers. It is. It's just so nuts. Yeah. So uh, Finn throws the, the disc trying to do the perfect throw again. Uh, he just plans on both of them riding it, but it flies upward again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as the animals catch up, he pushes the squirrel off the branch and he jumps on his back. As they're falling, he's like, 
All right, activate your uh, flying squirrel flaps or whatever. He's like, what? No, I don't have any flaps. I just have regular squirrel arms. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they both start screaming because the, gr- the ground's approaching. But just before they hit the ground, the frisbee flies underneath them, catching them because he indeed threw the perfect throw. On the disc, they ride across the gas- grasslands past Lady's house where Jake is making food for Lady. Finn calls out Jake's name and he watches Finn and the squirrel riding on, on the frisbee. Jake says, it's the perfect throw. As the frisbee flies into the sunset. Yeah. Did you did you mention the pickles and ice cream? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, he's making pickles and ice cream for Lady. Yeah, yeah. Presumably because she's Pragers. Pragos. So, what are your first thoughts? Oh my gosh. Okay, so this episode is just bonkers. It's just like a, a. So I think what I really like there's little details in this episode, and the writing is so just humorous. Yeah. I, and and then you have just incredible voice acting. And it seems like this innocuous, you know, middle, like, filler episode, mm-hmm. which which it is. But it's like the perfect filler episode. It is. It is. And I don't I don't know why we both have, like, latched onto it so much, but mm-hmm. it is just so good. It's so joyous. This is, like, this, this episode always puts me into an immediate good mood when I watch mm-hmm. it. I think that's why it's my favorite episode. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, like, like little things, like... Um, the whole like pushing Jake back to like moving his hand mm-hmm. to like have Jake go back. And then the fact when he like runs past Jake to climb the tree, they smack high fives as they walk by. Mm-hmm. It's just one quirky little moment after mm-hmm. another. The and tree they're all has, memorable. Yeah. And the tree has seasons as he's crawling up this, you know, forever, you know, never ending tree. And it's yep. just like, it's just so funny. Like the, uh, like just tiny details like uh, the porcupine, like. When he's looking at Finn, like you have the the porcupine closer to the like quote unquote camera, mm-hmm. and he's got the derpiest little face on mm-hmm. for he's no so reason. Cute. It's just like every little detail of like characters. In this one is just so goofy and fun. Mm-hmm. I love the owl's voice. How he like for for no reason just pauses in the middle of sentences sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's just like these these little things that are that are really cute, and I like how he's like things like I have to rest my meat hooks, you know, mm-hmm. or like little comments. Like the quips are just clever. And how they keep recycling the sound clip of him saying "pooped." That's right. Yep. You know, and the thing is, is like now that we've reviewed this episode, which is so fabulous, and people might watch it and be like, "I don't get what they're saying," mm-hmm. but like, and that's okay. But for us, this was just rad. Now we won't maybe reference it in every episode. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> we finally did it. So I, th- I think what stands out about this episode, among every other episode to me, is the fact that, you know, I, I love like, you know, greater story episodes and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like uh, mm-hmm. bigger picture ones. But I'm not going to just pop a random one of those on anytime. I could pop this episode on anytime. And we have. We've watched this episode at least maybe two dozen times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, solid. It's just a solid from beat. P to E. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Matt, where was the snail? The snail is front and center. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the snail is at the end of the episode. Um, Finn's flying over him on the frisbee, and he's just kind of waving at him. You see the snail just right out in the open. And we'll talk about it in the triv, but this is one of the um, few times where Finn actually interacts with the snail. Mm-hmm. Very cool. No Phil face in here. All right, Matt, what uh, is your favorite line? Why don't you read your favorite line because I've got a whole list. <laughs> I have a couple, too. <laughs> All right, um, go for it. it. The porcupine says, you can do it if you believe in yourself. Like, yeah. when he, like, 
says, hey, I'm going to poke you in the butt. It's going to make you jump up so you can get a butt, you know. And I was like, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. What does that have to do with believing in yourself? <laughs> yep. Um, when he was yelling to Jake, uh, Finn says at one point, must have could not hurt me. Yep. That's another one we use frequently. Wrap it up good so I don't trip and fall on it like I did the last time. Yeah. Two of the key lines, I think, when Finn is in the gel cell talking to the squirrel, he says, in the tree, part of the tree. It's very simple. It's very simple. And then, like, the body language of the squirrel when he's talking is yeah, just he's hilarious. Like, yeah. And then he's like, in my mind. In my mind. In my mind. Uh, these are, these are like, lines that we literally say all the time. Oh, yeah. I've got a few more. Yep. One is, I am pooped. More like the perfect blow. That blue. Uh, you can't stop this train tree. Tree. What are you doing? <laughs> and, well, yes and no. Am I allowed to leave the tree? No. And how dare you? <laughs> and where's my dingus? <laughs> I like that one. Where's my dingus? We say that all the time. Where's my dingus? Where's my dingus? I wrap it up good so I don't trip and fall on my face. And of course, it, in the tree, part of the tree. There's just, there's so many more lines. Too. Yep. Like we just, yep. we're just writing line after line while we were watching this. Do you want me to do my impression first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Hello, I'm a human. <laughs> Finn. Yep. I'm a human. I'm a human. Bark, bark, bark. And Matt? And mine is, after those two, two. <laughs> <laughs> the owl. Trivia? Trivia time. Is that all I get? Uh, yep. <laughs> I, I, I put all my effort into that first song. Uh, as you all know, this is our favorite episode. Yep. And do you want me to do the next one? <laughs> oh, whoops. Homecomings? Okay, so um, what's his name? Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings is the one that did the owl's voice. And this guy has is a huge <laughs> voice actor. He's been Winnie the Pooh, Tigger. He did voices in The Little Mermaid, Razul and Aladdin, uh, which is that big uh, sand cat. Yeah. Pete and Goof Troop. And Goofy Movie. Yeah. Cat and Cat Dog. And Matt's first personal favorite, Jumpy Squirrel and J Curious George, the series. What? I wrote that as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the voice he did apparently i was looking oh, at this guy's credits God. 500 and something voice acting credits and they've been like in movies that we grew up with like this guy is a voice of my childhood i didn't realize it until i was reading about him today mm -hmm. i was like wow this guy does the the owl yeah yeah so cool so so cool so wrong goof <laughs> pete the, <laughs> the diamond in the rough diamond in the rough Apparently, he did the voice of Shredder for a little while in Ninja Turtles, the, the cartoon series, mm -hmm, but not cool. all of it. So uh, the way that Finn screams when the porcupine jumps on him is the same way he screams in the episode Burning Low. Actually, they use that scream in a bunch of episodes. Mm -hmm, that's cool. Yep. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Finn was interacting with the snail as seen when he waved back and flew through the air. Finn had previously interacted um, with the snail in the Lich. At the same time, it's confirmed the snail is no longer possessed by the Lich, as in shown by the episode The Lich. Yeah. And the animals chant, in the tree, part of the tree. And it's a possible reference to Pirates of the Caribbean, in which the Flying Dutchman crew chant, part of the crew, part of the ship. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I did, did not catch that. Yeah. When Finn eats a cursed apple to shrink him, it's reminiscent of Alice in Wonderland's Drink Me Potion. That's immediately what I thought of. Ah. Yep. Apparently, there's also a connection with Gravity Falls, Little Dipper. Although the latter was released at the same time, it's unlikely to have any correlation to this yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, Gravity Falls and Adventure <laughs> Time do have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Near the end of the episode, Jake is seen stirring a bowl of pickles and ice cream at Lady's house. This is likely a reference to the fact that women sometimes develop cravings for unusual foods during pregnancy. Yep. Finn and Jake throwing a frisbee to each other's reference uh, to how modern dogs and their masters play with each other. I didn't really like that 
tidbit because Finn's not Jake's master. Yeah, yeah. But it is a reference. Master Jake. I get it. Master Finn. Yeah. So in the ending, Finn and the squirrel are flying out of Frisbee when Finn waves to the snail. Then in the next scene, Finn sees Jake in Lady's house and yells, Hey, there's Jake, Jake, and waves. This may be a reference to the film The NeverEnding Story. Yeah. When Bastion is flying on Falcor, he yells, Atreyu, Artax, and waves to Atreyu who's riding in his horse in the field. I remember that. Yep. That's cool. Um, so there's a there's a number of other shows that have the uh, same title. So an episode of Garfield and Friends and the Garfield show sh- shares the same title as this episode. An episode of Animaniacs also does. Coincidentally, Jim Cummings lent his voice to both cartoons. Wow. There's also an episode of Robert uh, Robot Boy shares the same title. Yeah, I guess the, the lesson is if you make a cartoon. Don't name an episode up a tree. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do, make sure it's the best episode. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I knew about these four. Okay. That's why we didn't do predictions, but I don't know about the next one. What's the name of the next one? All right. The next episode is All the Little People. Hmm. So, PB. That's Princess Bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> Decides that she is going to make a masterful army of little people that are like three inches tall, six inches tall, maybe, to help supplement the banana guards and whatever candy guardians they have. And she, uh, this is a training montage for them and uh, how her experiments go awry. Oh, all right. So uh, you're going to have some characters between three to six inches tall. Yes. All right. <laughs> that are going to be a army. Awesome. Yes. I, I don't know. You might be right. <laughs> so we're going to introduce. Um, Wait. Wait, what? Oh, the, since the people have spoken, we are uh, going to be adding a rubric for my grading for oh, these predictions. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, me it's too. about time. Oh, the people have spoken. That's right. My people. The listeners. Let my people go. Go. All right. It's a musical episode. Hey, Matt. Yeah. We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Oh, yeah. International uh, listener feedback. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you want to read the first one? Sure. Um, This comes from the United Kingdom. Marvelous. Five stars. Cannot go wrong. Best Adventure Time podcast out there. And dare I say one of the best podcasts in general. I do dare very much. If you're not listening, you're missing out. Uh, From Silent Assault 9. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. The next one's from Ireland. Titled Very, Very, Very Good. As the title says, very, very, very good. (laughs) More, More than worth a listen. Matt and Amy are the perfect people to do this. Their upbeat slash charismatic, charismatic, charismatic personalities fit so well with Adventure Time. Big fan, keep it up. And oh, I'm sorry, and that's by S H S J E J E N D. Yes, awesome. From Canada, Tropical Island Vibes. Love this podcast. Adventure Time is my favorite show, and it's awesome to know that other adults love it, too. I've been re-watching the show, trying to learn the deeper meaning of the episodes, but it's hard, so your podcast is perfect. Please never stop doing what you're doing. Uh, thank you, Sandcastle Princess, for that. Yes, thank you so much. And the next one is also from Canada, and it's by MeowCats1234. And they say, Hi, I love Adventure Time, but I just started watching a year ago after it ended. I remember watching it once a while ago and not really liking it, but now I love it. And none of my friends watch it or like it, which is sad. It's really hard to find full episodes in Canada, but your podcast is great for piecing the parts of the episode clips together. Thanks, Maxine, Marceline's biggest fan. Oh, I love it. That's great. 
Another one from the UK. Awesome. Uh, smiley face emojis with sunglasses. You are awesome at um, at this. Uh, you're the best podcast about Adventure Time. I have three more podcasts about Adventure Time. Cool. Oh, three Thank more. You. Oh, wow. Panda Gamer 575-295035. Yeah. And the next one's from BBW, uh, titled Adventure Time Podcast. Hi, Matt and Amy. Greetings from Australia. Ooh. Yeah. For some reason, it listed it as United Kingdom on this weird? website. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe a couple of them aren't United Kingdom then. Huh. In which case, we apologize. Yeah, dude. So, greetings from Australia. I just wanted to tell you how much I love your podcast. It's entertained me so much, especially especially in quarantine, and it reopened my eyes to the joy of Adventure Time. I tried Banana Laffy Taffy yes! for the first time, and it was amazing. Yes, it is so good. You crazy people. I just bought a saltwater taffy, banana laffy taffy, and I love it so much. Ew. I saw it out. I couldn't find it anywhere. They had 95 flavors, and it was, like, hidden. And I was like, I have to have banana laffy taffy. Oh, I'm glad you found it. Yes. I bought him a pickle one. He needs to eat it. Yes, I'm going to try it. I got to try it. I'm so curious. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Go ahead. So, please keep recording your podcast because they bring me so much joy. Have a good day, BB. BB, you rock. You do. Another one, uh, mathematical, so great. Smiley face emoji. I really hope you end up doing the entire 10 series by CLG. Yes, we will do all of them. We are in it to win it. Yes, and you are allegedly from the United Kingdom. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, man, man, we did it. We we had our favorite episode. That's right. Any last thoughts about this episode? It's an absolute joy to me. I'm I'm yeah. gonna watch this any day for sure. Like just pop it on randomly. Me too. I I absolutely love it. I think that this is just again. It's it's not necessarily world building. It's nothing like extraordinary. It's just mm-hmm. a fun episode with a little like well timed jokes and quips and super quotable and lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And the Grables one was okay too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was that one? I already I, forgot I already it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done it. You've listened to another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast. If you want to check us out on the social medias, we are on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at Oh My Glob Podcast. Um, you can also email us any listener feedback at Oh My Glob Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you can leave us a voicemail by going to anchor.fm and uh, finding our uh, podcast profile there. Or Call us and leave a voicemail at 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. Was that all of them? Yeah. Wow, this episode is really short <laughs> compared to like some of the other ones we've done recently. <laughs> That's all right. I was like, did we forget something? No, I think we just kind of zoomed through these episodes. Yeah, they're well, freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I'm excited it. to record again next week. Yes, me too. Yep, glad we're back on it. That's right. We got this new setup. We're super excited. This is going to be great. Hey, Matt. Yeah. yeah. You're the best. So are you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.